Hey, yo, robot voice says it's time. Let's go. Yes, we are back doing another thing. And I'm Nancy. I'm Corey, <laughs> much to the chagrin to some. Oh, yeah. I actually, you know, I'm actually in a really good mood today, Corey. You know why? Why is that? Because I know that I've got great, loving, supportive friends who are here for me and support whatever it is that I do. And I also, I also got a good joke for today. Uh-oh. <laughs> so, so, question for you. Why was the DJ banned from the supermarket? Why? I feel like I'm playing into a bad joke here, but why? <laughs> he was stealing all the samples. <laughs> yeah, insert rimshot dot wave. <laughs> I don't have a rimshot dot wave. Just imagine it in your heads. That's all pretend. Yep. Now that the, the cringy joke is over, please don't sue me. <laughs> so. We got a lot to talk about today. Kind of, sort of. Um, there was a slow yet not slow as I end up looking back at it week when it comes to news. I think it all came towards the end of the week. Not much in the beginning. But towards the end, it was like, news! Yeah. But <laughs> we're going to start with video games because a lot of gaming stuff happened this week. Lots so of that I can dedicate a lot of time talking about stuff like this today. So, first thing on the docket, let's talk about some Pokemans. Oh, the wonderful world of Pokemans, the world's largest, like, franchise on the face of the planet. Of course we got news. I got a lot of Pokemon news. So Pokemon had a little press conference on the 28th. Um, I think that was earlier this week. My dates are a little off. Sorry, that's what happens when I'm home all week. Anyway, so... <laughs> They announced some new stuff. One is the replacement of Pokemon Bank with Pokemon Home. So now you can use your things from 3DS, the Let's Go games, and even Pokemon Go. Which is cool, because that's the only Pokemon I play is Pokemon Go. You're going to be playing Pokemon Sword and Shield with me, though, homie. Oh, yeah, I know I am. So that came, <laughs> that, that's coming out 2020. We've also got Pokemon Sleep. Yeah, I think this is their way of being like, hey, you need to sleep a little bit and, like, take care of yourself. Next, it'll be like, Pokemon, eat your dinner. Pokemon, go take a shower. <laughs> Pokemon, we care about you. You know. I have no idea what this is going to do, but because of it, they did put a bunch of sleeping Snorlaxes in Pokemon Go, so I caught one. So that was a plus. Um, apparently, it's a sleep tracking app. It's going to work with a new Bluetooth device, the Pokemon Go Plus Plus. <laughs> Ooh, Plus Plus, not Plus Squared? No, Plus Plus. Plus Plus, because, you know, rolls right off the tongue. So, well, Pokemon Sleep's coming 2020. Maybe we'll get some more info about it. Um, and then Pokemon Masters, another mobile game. So, seeing a theme here. Pokemon mobile games. This one apparently lets you battle on the go and partner against Pokemon trainers from the games and yeah. Another Pokemon battle game launching sometime this year. 
We'll get more details probably around E3. They say coming in June. Also got Pokemon coming more to the Switch with more Detective Pikachu. Which I'm I'm excited for because like I know that the original uh, Detective Pikachu game was kind of lackluster. So I hope that they make it more of an actual like investigative Pokemon game versus I- just like making sure you do these quick time events. But don't worry, if you fail, you'll still be able to do it and get the same result. Like, I don't want it to I be as like... expecting Detective Pikachu to be Pokemon Phoenix right. I'm sorely disappointed when I found out it wasn't and haven't played it. Anything less is still disappointment to me. I need a Pikachu yelling objection really loud. And s- slamming his, his hands on the desk over and over again. And don't forget that serious point. The finger of justice. Yes, the finger of justice. And then we also need to see like... Like maybe like a Pikachu Saiyan with like that spiky hair. <laughs> no, I don't need it. I don't need Super Pika. I, I can pass on that headcanon. I got Super Sonic, and that's already a blatant ripoff of Super Saiyan. Oh, definitely. And then I mean, we do have Pika Pool, so I guess like Pikachu can't have everything. Right. I mean, Pikachu does have everything. Pikachu has a damn plane. I know. He's really coming after that mouse. So the electric mouse going after the original mouse. It's going to be interesting to see where we all land. Like. After the Great War of uh, All Hail Nintendo Lord Disney. I don't know. I think I'm on Team Nintendo, my dude. <laughs> yeah, but see, I've got Marvel and Star Wars. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if Star Wars is anything to be proud of having in my camp, but when it comes to fighting... I mean, you do have I the lightsabers and the, the TIE Fighters. and Yeah, the closest you got's an R-Wing and the Master Sword. Sorry, I don't think the Master Sword's going to beat a lightsaber. You never know. I guess it depends on who wields the lightsaber. <laughs> Good point. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, that's all the Pokemon news I've got. There's a bunch more. <laughs> bunch more news. I'm kind of dancing around one and saving that a bit, so... Have you seen Cadence of Hyrule? You know... No, not enough to say, like, yes, I know enough about it. But I do know we have news around a leaked release date. It's a, said May 30th. Um, it's come and gone. It's not out yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's coming out sometime, I think, soon. But anyway, Games of Hyrule <laughs> is a charming little game. It's basically Crypt of the Necrodancer. Um, it's a, a Zelda skin to it, which was a game released a couple of years ago. It's rhythmy based and dungeon crawly, and it looks really charming and cute. I do like the animation style that they've got going for it. Little kind of chibi all and for it. I'm probably going to play the crap out of it because it's got a Zelda skin. I mean, that does sound like you. Any and all things Zelda, and you're kind of just like all over like, ha. Not necessarily. I I will still, to this day, say I have not played the CDI games. I don't plan on playing the CDI games. (laughs) But I saved you. How about the kiss? No. I won. (laughs) I've seen enough of the cheesy 90s cartoon to know I don't need to play the CDI games. Yeah, but I'll probably give fair. this a shot. It's got a nice sprite-based look to it, and I, I love sprite-based art styles. Um, 
the fact that it's got some rhythm to it with the way everything moves and does and everything kind of dances in it. it it looks cute and charming and i'm gonna give it a shot i mean come on you fight a boss which is well i mean just here he has a he, he's he's got an electric guitar and I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be an iron nut, but uh, or a dark nut rather. But he's got an electric guitar. You can't go wrong with this. No, you get to you get to basically, you know, just fight against rock and roll. You're more in the smooth jazz category. <laughs> yeah. Well, don't care. Gonna play it. I do like that the uh, rupees are like the same size as the bacoblins, though. Almost uh-huh. accurate. They're- yeah, absolutely massive. Yeah, he's got a full band. But he's playing a bass. The rest are yes. playing a guitar. So he he's the he's the bassman. <laughs> the bassman or basement? Bassman. Like basement. But bassman. <laughs> gotcha. So I feel like I'm doing a lot of the talking week. Um but I'm also the one who really is nerding out over all of these gaming things that have been announced. Um, the new Marvel Avengers game has been titled Marvel's Avengers. Square's previously untitled Avengers project is now Marvel's Avenger. We'll have co-op and single-player campaigns and a bunch of characters like the X-Men and such in it. and It's going to be fun. Fun times to be had by all. E3, we get more on that. Um, let me pull up my article because I closed it. Oops, so this is being done, done by that. Crystal Dynamics, published by Square Enix. Wait, does that mean that we're going to get it in chapters? The Square Enix loves to release things in chapters. Maybe. Um, the game <laughs> itself will be revealed at E3. The title is Marvel's Avenger. So look for more of the E3 showcase when it comes to a bunch more about it. But that happened. Um. Bunch more E3 games added that I'm going to go over real quickly. So our first about 20 minutes, 15 minutes or so of this podcast is just a quick catch up on video games. Um, All the video games added for E3 now. We have Boyfriend Dungeon, PC game. We've got the new Catherine full body releases coming to E3 as well. Cosmic Defenders, The Division 2 is coming to E3. Evil Genius 2. God, Evil Genius 2. Final Fantasy 14 Shadowbringers. Four Honors. Looks like we're getting some Gears 5 news and new Ghost Recon. Yay! Harvest Moon. I'm optimistic, but probably not going to be any good. Um, Check out the Season of Stories games instead if you're an old school Harvest Moon fan, because that's the original game line, not, not this. One day maybe we'll talk about Harvest Moon and what happened. (laughs) <laughs> what had happened was <laughs> more interesting than you think plucky story of a farm sim that split anyway previously mentioned avengers got some rainbow six seed stuff come in got some fishing games real fishing road trip adventure hey for the switch and the ps4 because you know we all love fishing sniper elite vr there is going to be a showing for smash Bros. we all know what it is right dlc yep that's all it is so, finally added to the rumors list, Animal Crossing. 
and Damon X Machia. Those were both just added to the rumors list. So I'm happy to see those. Yep, they're all. I know everyone has been like patiently waiting or impatiently waiting, I should say, for Animal Crossing. Because everyone wants to pretend to own a home. But, so. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy for Animal Crossing. I've never I played was. it. Need to so, change that. I mean, it's just I I have a house. <laughs> I don't need a game that like basically Same. just simulates what? what I'm going through now. It's what just it's not. <laughs> but I want to segue from E3 to a big chunk of Jamie news that jumped this dropped about midweek this week. Something that I still really have no idea what the hell this game's about. Oh? Let's talk about a little game made by this... By, maybe you've heard of this guy. His, um, his name's Hideo Kojima. I don't know, maybe you've oh. heard of him. Um, you hey. know, he's responsible for Metal Gear Solid, the entire franchise, up until him and Konami split. About twenty fifty four years ago, Metal Gear Gear Solid is really like a niche kind of game. You know, it's got a really small following. I'm not. <laughs> so we got Death Stranding. We got the release trailer. Um, release date trailer for it showed some new scenes. It still gives me no idea of what the game's actually about, other than there's a theme of togetherness and the hype is really building for this game. And I was, I was talking to a friend of mine last night. He's a big games like this are his thing. Um, weird games that have big showcases to them. I mean, he loves Dark Souls and Bloodborne and big gamer God of War, all the AAA releases, big ones. He's beaten at least once. Oh, I know this friend. Continue. <laughs> He's been following this game since its announcement and has less of an idea about it than I do. You know what, though? What I'll say is, like, if you have no idea what you're in for, that's just going to make the game better because you get to, like, actually fully experience a game raw, unless they mess it up before before its release. But I have high hopes. This- I'm fully going to probably purchase this game. The cast behind it alone is just. <laughs> yeah, looks like they got a, wa- a Walking Dead guy in there. and You've got Norman Reedus as your main character, Mads Mikkelsen. It. Um, Guillermo del Toro's in it. Hmm. Lindsay Wagner's in it. There's big names that are actually in this game as these characters that he's working with in here. Um, right. I do like Norman Reedus coming and working with him due to the game he was working on at Konami before the stuff happened was the Silent Hill remake starring Norman Reedus that looked really awesome and the, the, the demo was cool that they released for it. But a bunch of big names for it. So anyway, it comes out in November. November Oh, it's going to be a birthday game for me. It is a birthday game for me. November 8th is when it comes out. So I'm excited. I am buying it for myself for my birthday. I will probably be buying it for myself for my birthday, but I got to stop buying myself birthday presents or I'm not going to be able to get anything because I'll have everything. (laughs) Right. I'm the worst. Yeah, I do the same thing, but you know, it happens. <laughs> As you do. 
The older you, you get, the more you buy for yourself. That's just how it goes. No one knows me better than me. I've got one more video game thing to talk about. This video game thing I'm kind of excited for, even though I have no reason to really be excited for. Because <laughs> I don't Our want a Tesla. Our Lord and Rocket Master <laughs> is bringing Cuphead to the Tesla. It'll be playable on the Model 3, S, and X. So yes. on the Model Sex. Yep, you, you've got sex models, you'll be good. So, I think, you know, I don't own a Tesla. I wish I could afford a Tesla, because I would love to just support our meme lord-in-chief. And, like, one day when he decides to take over the world, I will happily swear my allegiance to him and join the revolution. As long as he continues to provide the great quality meme content and sustainable energy that I've been promised. <laughs> So, so he announced this on a podcast um, that the author of the article posted it from originally in the in on the, on the podcast pages here. And I just want to point out that the name of his Tesla podcast is Ride the Lightning, and I love it. See, now you know why we have a thing, because all the good names were taken. Just kidding. <laughs> a thing is just easy. A thing is great. I'm a man of simple tastes and simple things. Yeah, and the thing just puts that on a neat little bow. And I do like that they worked really closely with um, with the developers of the MDHR. game. MDHR, yeah, Studio yeah. MDHR helped them do it, and it's I think it's cool that they're doing that. I mean, they've got Asteroid ready, like some of the classic Atari games. So it's awesome. Keep in mind, yeah. though, guys, you can't play the games while driving. They will only let you play it in park. Yep, so this is while you're chilling in your car on break, not while you're using autopilot cruising down the highway. Making your <laughs> porno. Right. Like, that's a thing that was done. Oh, yeah. Uh, what else are you going to do while the car's driving itself? Pay attention to the road? Nah, people nah, don't do that while they're already find driving. Out if you're going to make a porno in a Tesla on autopilot. <laughs> that's exactly what you're going to do. Because, like, what else do you do with your time? Nothing. Well, I mean, I know what I do with my time. A podcast? That and watch a lot of TV. Yeah. Lots of TV and lots of good stuff is on TV right now. Yeah, actually. I mean... Well, what we call TV, <laughs> not cable TV, because who has cable anymore? Like, if you... It's it's 2019. Game of Thrones if is have, over. Yeah, if it's it's 2019, Game of Thrones is over. If you also have cable, what are you doing? <laughs> well, if you're like me and a baseball fan, and your local teams are blacked out on the at bat app because you know that's for some reason the rules, you have to pay for cable to have a baseball game. <sighs> yeah. Currently, that's what's on in the background right now. Love day games. Love day games. Yeah, just nice way to unwind. It really is. Until, but yeah, like, so something happens and you get mad. Like, you know, that's sports. We, this week, watched a couple of things that we, well, decided, since we didn't have much more than some video game news, really, to talk about. Yes. I Where was do you want to start? <laughs> I, I think we should start with uh, the wonderful adventures of uh, Buckaroo Banzai and Across the Eighth Dimension. Oh, Buckaroo Banzai. So what do you think, honestly? You know, the cast alone was enough to sell it for me. 
because it has Christopher Lloyd, which is like one of my all time favorite people to just like randomly show up in things. And then it also has um, our boy Jeff Goldblum. He shows up in a completely total, yeah, Jeff Goldblum role, um, a cowboy yep. from New Jersey. Yeah. And like also not just like any cowboy, he's like a blinged out, decked out, like with his like scientist <laughs> cowboy. So, so much. And he's like in bright red. He's not even like regular Wrangler like that, you know, regular cowboys where like, no, he's in like red and flashy. He's got the jewels. He's got the hat. He he looks like a cartoon cowboy and it is fantastic. So the movie, Buckaroo Banzai, Across the Eighth Dimension, came out back in the 80s. Um, you couldn't do something like this now. It stars the adventure. It, it centers around the efforts of Dr. Buckaroo Banzai, a physicist, neurosurgeon, test pilot, rock musician, samurai, who leads the world, who leads a team of people who leads a team oh my god where do i there's too much there's there's so much going on in this movie so in his team which is his backup band the hong kong cavaliers and and it all opens up to like the man that can do it all so it's like we we know that he's you know a man of importance then he just like hops up on stage and starts shredding on a guitar. And then of course he can sing, because why couldn't he not be able to sing? And then we hop on like his like tour bus of sorts, which is basically just a mobile base where he's got like spy intel equipment, you know, to make sure everything's going well, because of course. And he's dressed in his samurai garb and it's... you know, doing samurai practices. This is a movie that could only be made. <laughs> in the 80s your villains are reptilian humanoid beings from the eighth dimension led by john lithgow um one of his side guys is christopher lloyd they're all named john with different last names my favorite one being john big booty oh yes john or uh what was john's uh small smallberries yeah john John smallberries That was a fantastic. This movie is just a lot. But what I want to talk about mostly on this is some of the things that you would know some of these people from. So, for example, Nancy, did you know the guy who played Buckaroo Banzai is RoboCop? He is RoboCop? Peter Weller is the actor's name. He's RoboCop. He is RoboCop. Oh my god, he's RoboCop. I didn't even make that connection while I was watching. I was too thinking about, like... Open chest, like open shirt, chested Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum it, from Jurassic Park. Like it's crazy. This movie is just. Let's talk about the fact that the good guys are also named John, but they all are the same type of creature and talk like Jamaicans. And yes, basically and they have... blackmail him into getting this thing from the other people that they back that they stole from him, or else they're gonna blow up the earth. Yeah, because that's exactly what Jamaicans do. Hey, nice jacket, though. Probably my favorite quote from. 
this guy as the uh as the uh, guy the reptilian comes out of his uh like little pod that crash landed or whatever oh, and he's God. in a nice blazer and he's like walking in he's like i need to speak or i need to speak to uh buckaroo banzai buckaroo banzai um accents are not my strong point but that's fine and then the guy just like walks by he's like hey nice coat <laughs> i had was a snazzy fucking coat i know i want one nice like metallic silver blazer Guess it comes to the surprise of no one. This movie was a box office bomb. The budget for this was seventeen million, and it only made six. Oops. <laughs> but honestly, it's it's a cult classic. I definitely recommend. If you've never seen it, you need to at least once watch Buckaroo Banzai. Yeah, you got you gotta watch it once because it was it was a roller coaster from start to finish, and I loved every minute of it. The entire shit show. <laughs> yes. Um, what else did we watch? We also rewatched The Mask. That was a fun little thing to revisit, wasn't it? Oh my goodness. I, you know, I've watched The Mask since like I was a little kid. And I mean like little, like five. <laughs> and I didn't realize that this movie was PG 13. I always thought it was just like a fun for the family movie because I've watched it since I was little. But like after not seeing it for, a good number of years and i'm like yeah this isn't a family-friendly movie at all Oops. the adult <laughs> themes i missed is just yep. there was a lot yeah, but all it was great of course and it's and it's one of jim carrey's most like you know notorious roles that you know he's done and i don't think anybody else could you know, play the mask the same way Jim Carrey did, just because it's Jim Carrey and he's my favorite. So call me biased. I don't care. And this it's was a, also It's a very yeah. enjoyable movie. It is Cameron Diaz's first movie, which I actually didn't realize it was her first movie. Yeah, I didn't either until you had mentioned it to me and you're like, this is her first movie. Because it says, you know Introducing Introducing Cameron Diaz, and to see where she's come from, you know, the mask to like all the other things she's be like, she's just, she's a household name. Like, yeah, everyone knows who name. she is. It was enjoyable. I mean, it stands graphics, the but it yes. pulls the point that it's a that he's supposed to be like a living cartoon character. I guess those exaggerated effects of the early 90s really do help prove that, though. Yes, very much so with like, like not making it like hyper realistic because you realize like he's emulating a cartoon and, you know, it's or just... Stanley Ipkiss is just, you know, caught in a bad case of luck. Fun tidbit. The Mask is actually based on a Dark Horse Comics storyline. And yeah. in the storyline, Stanley Ipkiss becomes the Mask, does a bunch of bad things. You know, his wife ends up, I guess, I'm, I'm kind of cutting it short, but his, his girlfriend ends up finding out he's the Mask after he does a bunch of things and things happen. And she ends up killing him. Ooh. And turns the Mask into the police detective who then uses the mask to start taking down the gang lords and solving and fighting crime. 
So the story in the comics is a lot different and a lot darker. Yeah. So they did really family friendlyize it a lot for the movie, and it's a good romp. It's really fun. Um, I really do still like it. It's fun to watch. Yeah, and it's you know one of those things like you need to make sure you've seen it because like people still reference a lot of the stuff to this movie, you know, even to this day because it's. I think that movie's where I first started learning a wolf whistle from. Oh yes, the. Ooh, I can't do the whistles like that. I can't either. I I can't, I just can't whistle just in general. So like for me to try to do the wolf whistle is like you know advanced level whistling that I would never be able to do. Yeah. So, but it was it was fun to go back and like revisit it and like, of course like all the the dancing you know scenes and everything where like he makes like the entire like cop like police force like break out into song and dance and everyone hops into a conga line because it's, it's like of course <laughs> of course it's the 90s it's jim carrey in a movie it's gonna happen yeah because jim carrey just has that effect on people <sighs> i still don't know about him playing i want to see what they redesign yeah you know, and I did see, you know, I've seen, like, the shots of him, like, as Robotnik, and not just, you know, Eggman. Or, have, strike that, reverse it. I've seen, you know, I've seen him as Eggman. Have you and, seen him on the comedians getting cars, in car, and comedians in cars getting coffee with Jerry Seinfeld? Have you seen his little yes. episode of that? That's great. He doesn't yes, use the I, door. He doesn't like doors, so he climbs over the fence. Right. He's he's a very eccentric man and his paintings are fantastic. They're like different. I mean, like despite whatever messages they may be portraying and I'm not going to dive into that because Oh, message I don't care. To me his art is different. I'm not saying it's not art. Yeah. It's not an art form that I particularly enjoy. See, for me it is. I I like his use of color. I think it's very it's very hard to get that type of I mean, colors like, wasted on me. Very true. <laughs> Not for me. I see all the colors. So, sucks to suck for you. It's hard to you judge know. art when the world only comes through in black and white. And you can see, you can, you can see, like, green, though. So, like, you at least get, like, grass and trees. So there's kind that. Of, but... Kind of. It's not the same. Anyway. <laughs> but anywho, yeah. I like his artwork. I think it's I think it's very I think it's very unique. I think it has, you know, a lot of good like disciplines, you know, that I could never master. So kudos to him for, you know, just one upping me on just another thing. As someone who does <laughs> not artiste and just critiques it as an everyman, it's not a style I particularly like, but then again, I do enjoy more of landscapes in my art. So I like more more realism in my art, not more abstract or surrealism. See, and I appreciate the abstract. I appreciate the manipulations of color and all that good stuff. I still like realist, but for me, I, you know, I was in art classes like my entire life and I, I can actually draw and paint and do things as yeah, you are well aware. Painter ever alive. Don't at me. <laughs> yes. And I, I can follow his tutorials to a T. Um, I need to watch the, uh, Shout out Beard Bros uh, episode where they followed it. I still haven't watched that one yet. 
I know I haven't watched it either. I want to make sure I have time dedicated to it just so I can I can just enjoy it. It's kind of what I was hoping to do with the next thing we're going to talk about, but I've only gone through a total of four episodes, but we're still going to talk about it. <laughs> oh, yes. So I had posted earlier in the week asking if anyone was interested in hearing us chat about Good Omens. I didn't get any comments on it, so I decided I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah, because we are, we are both breaching on to episode five out of six. I am enjoying the shit out of this show. I adore it. It is. It's so it's so well done in like a way that doesn't make it, in my opinion, like overly religious. Like it's done it, as it needed to be. Um, if it helps, I mean, the one of the authors wrote the screenplay for the show. So, yes. So Terry definitely Pratchett. Terry Pratchett, rest in peace. Everyone press F to pay respects in the most respectful way. If you've never read his Elseworld series, you really should. I think you'd really dig it. It's cool. He's funny. And I'm sure you're familiar with Neil Gaiman's work. So I don't need to pimp any of his other works out to you. I don't think. Yeah, no, you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's probably one of the more famous authors out there, but so this book is a story about how the anti, you know, the show and book rather is a story about how the antichrist gets lost at birth. As oops, human error. And the demon Crowley and angel as if Raphael have to, are, are trying to prevent Armageddon against forces of good and evil. Um, it's enjoyable. David Tennant plays a very David Tennant character in what he portrays as Crowley. I see. Almost in every role I see him in anymore, I can just see him playing at the Tenth Doctor, and I instantly I'm on board. <laughs> oh yes, and I I know him as the Tenth Doctor, and I also know him as Barty Crouch Junior. <laughs> Check him out in Broadchurch. That's a really good show, and that's one I think we could actually do some talking about. Let's get through Good Omens. You and like mystery? I love mystery. I love anything that makes me think. Broadchurch is on Netflix. Um, long story short, murder in a small town. They got to find the killer of the boy. Oh, no. Who killed this boy? Olivia Coleman, who just won the Oscar this past year for Best Actress. She is the mm -hmm. female lead in that show. Opposite oh, him. Fantastic. Yeah, opposite him. Okay. Really good. Really good. But um, back to Good Omens. Michael Sheen plays as is Raphael. Yes, and he does such a good job with this role, too. Another I, um, fantastic actor in his own right. Yes, because I, as, like, as I've been watching it, it's like, I don't even, like, you know, there are some, some roles where you just like, oh, this is this actor doing this thing in this. Mm -hmm. Like, everything that I've watched so far with, the good o with Good Omens has been like, I see the characters. I see the portrayals of those characters, and I'm just invested in them and not the actor playing them which is in my opinion these days super hard to do because everyone's in everything these days so it's nice you know to see more authentic acting yeah i'm and trying I to avoid really diving into details of the plot of the show just because it's only been up for a few days so i don't want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't had opportunity to listen to it so i'm trying to be very vague with what we're saying as am yeah. i 
So I'm just talking like people. <laughs> I do appreciate, and you in, he's introduced pretty early in the series, so I'm not. It doesn't really spoil much of anything when I say who this is. It's um the character of Gabriel. This is John Hamm. And yes. in the book series, Gabriel really doesn't have much of a role, and they've expanded it for the show. So you look at you see him throughout the series, and it's great to see some of the interactions he has, especially when he tried to tried at one point to pass himself off as human. Oh, yes. Oh, and I can't even quote it yet because we're not there yet. Yeah. And like but it's so good. It's so maybe a great maybe ride. We'll, we'll talk about it maybe in a couple of weeks like in detail, like like as a deep next dive. Week. Next yes, week. Next I it's I will give you because it's up on Amazon and all episodes are up there 7 days. If you haven't watched it by next Monday. Sorry, not sorry. Um <laughs> And so I can date this podcast. So if you're listening to it during the week, you have until the 10th before I spoil this show for you. Because there's a quote that I just want to scream out. I have to wait. It's so good. It's so funny. I I was crying. I was laughing so hard. This show has its (laughs) moments. It's got the comedy where it needs it. And I... I don't want to go too much more on that. There's one more show I want to talk about. I know you haven't watched anything on it, but I've got to. I've been watching The Tick. <laughs> and so ha- you, have I, you watched I, the John Ham Tick or are you still on? Okay, so John Ham was not Tick. That was uh, Patrick Warburton. Oh, yes, I'm the voice sorry. of Joe. Okay. So I've seen that. Tick. I've seen up. that before. Um, I've seen the series. I saw that when I was back in the early 2000s. Um, I watched the 90s cartoon growing up. So I really wanted, I have a big, I love the tick. I love the, just the surreal humor of the tick. And mm-hmm. the show is what I needed in that. I mean, he is very much, they, they did really well with it. Um, it's funny. It doesn't take us too seriously like it needs to. Um, and the tick is great. I mean, he thinks he's a robot at one point because he doesn't know who he is. He has amnesia. So at one point he thinks he's. Yeah. So everyone's like, no, you're not a robot. And he goes, but that's what they want me to think. Chum. (laughs) You know, and when destiny comes a calling, you can't turn her away because she doesn't leave a returned address. And just stupid lines that the tick says. It's great. And watch it. It's funny. I think you'd enjoy it. It's a very good parody of what a superhero sh- of what a superhero trope is. I mean, the 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 Tick's superpower is he's big and blue and nigh invincible. Oh, I'm sorry, he's big, strong, blue, and nigh invulnerable. Perfect. Where Arthur's just a dude in a in a moth suit, <laughs> and I love the <laughs> contrast between it. And um, Jackie Earl Haley, who plays Rorschach in Watchmen, he was also the Freddy Krueger in the Nightmare on Elm Street reboot. He plays the main villain in season one, The Terror. And it's just, it's great. It's funny. Watch it. You'll enjoy it. That's all I can say. I'll be quick about it. Until I actually can have you watch, until until you watch it, I won't talk too much, but maybe we'll do a deep dive on The Tick. That'd be fun. We've, We've got plenty of time. Yes. So many shows, plenty of time. Kind of, not really, but we'll make it work. (laughs) We got enough time. I got two more things. Well, one more thing that I want to talk about. And it's just because I want to talk about the G that is Akira Toriyama. Yes. 
But Kira Thank Toriyama is such a G. Like OG kind of G. Like, so G that he's knighted by France and sends somebody to represent him. Yes. So he, not only so, does he yeah. get the honor of being knighted, which, of course, we know, like, Sir Patrick Stewart has also been knighted, and Sir Elton John, which is why we call them sirs. <laughs> so, Akira Toriyama, <laughs> the French government conferred the Chevalier de l'Odeur de Art. The Arts Est de Lettres. I do not know French. I screwed that up. It's Knight of the Order of Arts and Letters. Decoration. It, it hurt my ears. To Akira Toriyama during ceremony on the third back earlier in the week. Anybody who knows what, who follows Dragon Ball very closely knows Toriyama's private. So he sent his publisher to go become and, and get the medal in his place and apologized it and apologized and says that he is very, um, Toriyama's official statement, I should say, is Mr. Toriyama is a, Always very grateful to his French fans who have appreciated his work since the early days of his career. Mr. Toriyama almost never attends ceremonies, and so I have the honor of receiving this award in his place. He instructed me to tell you how honored he is to receive this award for your country. He doesn't care so much that he probably let his publisher write that statement to make it seem like he cares. Yep. He was just busy making Dragon Ball for all of us and just minding his own business. I mean, he's not even making Dragon Ball anymore. He gives the ideas to Toriyotaro, who goes and makes it. They just he gives the, he gives Toriyotaro and Toei rough sketches of what he wants to do, and how he wants it to go, and says, "Have at it, y'all go." Yep. Here, here are my doodles. Make it art. <laughs> yeah, this guy's name. What's but Toriyama Sensei? What's this guy's name? I don't know. Reaches in grocery bag. His name is Grapefruit. <laughs> I wish I was lying. though. that's how all Dragon Ball characters are basically named. I know they're all named after like Walmart. vegetables and not, not all of them. He reaches into a Walmart sack and pulls it out. Like when he named Bulma, he pulled it out, pulled out a pair of pants, and said, Hey, bloomers, that's her name. Yeah. <laughs> Goku, Fantastic. hey, look, a carrot. That's his Kakarot. That's Kakarot. his name. Whereas his Vegeta, Goku, vegetable. Gohan, Goten are all number puns. Mm-hmm. Uh the name the pun naming of Dragon Ball is very, very deep. Like very deep. Just like there's Majin Buu, but who was created by Bibbidi, whose son's name was Bobbidi. He awoke Buu. Oh, that's fantastic. It's just funny. <laughs> Stupid little things like that. You know, but Dragon Ball, my heart. Please let me have Super 2 soon. All I want. Well, Nancy, anything else we got this evening? Well... I do think it is time for our PSA of the day. Oh, yeah. Dummy of the week. Yes. So we have from Crooked River Ranch, Oregon, um, a man who was running from the cops who decide, who was not paying enough attention and put the wrong type of fuel in his car while trying to get away from the police. So, little backstory. Yes. So, the incident that he was domestic that he threatened him and pointed a gun at him. So, he ran and did a dumb. He, he did a dumb. <laughs> so, 
as they were as he was running away and he had stopped for gas he put diesel in his car now everyone knows i would at least hope so anyway <laughs> that you only put diesel in diesel trucks well i mean there's diesel cars out there now okay diesel Volkswagen trucks and diesel makes it makes a diesel mercedes makes I would actually look into buying a diesel car myself at one point, personally. But, that being said, no matter how much stress you're under, you should know what kind of gas you're going to take. It's almost second nature to the right thing up. Yeah, nine times out of ten it's going to be unleaded. Unless you have a super nice sports car, and then you maybe do premium. And, you know, <laughs> maybe don't point guns at your stepdad and then take your child and leave the Yep. So after all of this, he was obviously, he was obviously obtained. Um, yes, his girlfriend yeah. called the tow trucks. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, we need a tow. And then surprise, surprise. Cops show up, take them away. PSA of the day, if you're going to run from the cops, make sure you got a full tank of gas. Yep. <laughs> All right, so I think that's going to do it, guys. Email the podcast at our Gmail pod thing at... A thing, I'm sorry, it's a thingbot at gmail.com. At pod thing is our Twitter. You can follow us there, too. Add us all your questions. Yes. Also find me on Instagram, at Miss Bobancy, in case you want to check out, you know, whatever it is that I'm up to. I'm not leaving my Twitter on here anymore, guys. It'll be in the description if you... <laughs> Fair enough. Otherwise, Instagram's just follow the, the podcast. I'm usually the one who keeps up with that on Twitter anyway. Yeah, I, I suck at the tweets. I'm an old lady. I, I can't tweet the Twitters. Oh, so, I'm not up to date on it at all until I can remember the password to log it in on my phone. Other <laughs> bonus PSA of the day. Don't forget your password. Yes. And I think we're going to leave you with that, guys. Yep. Have a full yep. tank of gas and don't forget your passwords. And don't run from the cops. <laughs>